0: This episode of Off My Shelf contains coarse language and adult conversation. Listener discretion is advised. My name is Tracy James and welcome to Off My Shelf, a podcast about movies that are well off my shelf where we go through my DVDs and talk about the movies in my collection. In this first episode on the Matrix franchise, Sarah Beale joins me in getting trapped in cyberpunk dystopia with the Matrix and the Animatrix. Welcome! Hello! Um, This is the first time we have done an in-person recording of this podcast since March of 2020. So this is very exciting. Congratulations (laughs)
1: Congratulations
0: <laughs> We've made it this far Hopefully we we'll can keep that going We're It'll post-pandemic be We is, is that what it is? Mid-pandemic?
1: We're in denial In
0: denial pandemic, I believe that That is that is totally acceptable Yes um, Also you may hear weird cat noises Because my cat is very excited And is actually coming over To join us for a second And check out what's going on So this is fun <laughs> <laughs> Yes Um, so like I said, we are going to talk about The Matrix and Animatrix. Um, this is we did skip an episode because of some scheduling problems. So we're doing this first um, and then next week we're going to do The Matrix uh, Reloaded and well, all the sequels, essentially, including Revisited, because we have to. Um, So this episode, we're going to try our best to talk about just the first Matrix film and the Animatrix, those two things together. Um, and then we'll continue on the next episode. So, Sarah, we both saw The Matrix together. We
1: saw The Matrix together when it first came out in theater. <laughs> we did. Back in 1999?
0: Correct. That is, yes, that is correct. Um, and still, every time I watch this movie, my mind is blown. I'm just going to say it.
1: Yeah, it's a fantastic movie. It's held up pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean uh like as a like I haven't watched it recently and so revisiting it was nice and it was still like enjoyable to watch and I mean I do have some opinions about how it could be made more relevant to the modern day but like on a whole I'm very happy with like a lot most of this movie
0: yes yeah I do find like I find when I enjoy a movie or it's just like things still happen in it that you know, get get you, like, that rush. Like, I sit there and I smile at it. And I smiled through 80% of The Matrix, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just, like, and I know everything that's going to happen. I've seen this movie a ridiculous amount of times. And still, every time, by the end of it, I'm just like,
1: yes! It's still oh very God. enjoyable. It's, it's very enjoyable. It's still very, like, and, and I like that, I know at the time, like, people were all geeking out on, like, philosophy of the Matrix and stuff like that. But it's really true. You can continue continue to watch it now and realize new and different things about the story and the characters and uh, elements of their world. So mm-hmm. it, it keeps expanding.
0: It does. Well, when I was watching this time, so, you know, when this came out, it was the Wachowski Brothers and now it's the Wachowskis. Um, and uh, I forget which one said it, but one of them was saying that this is actually... Um, like a like a trans story. And so like as I watched this time because like to me, that didn't make any sense because it was like it was clearly like a God savior kind of like superhero kind of tale, right? Um, yes, there was lots of philosophy and all that kind of stuff. But basically it was like single savior saves the world. Right. That was the, it. One. the one. Yes. Um, You know, and, you know, anagrams. Yay, (laughs) very simple ones. Um, But then I was watching it, but you can you can see elements of what they're saying in it, because like there's times where they talk about how, you know, you you have to become your true self to realize your power, for example, like there's stuff like that is mentioned in the movie and things. So I was like, you know what, I can see that aspect of it. Did you
1: glean anything
0: new from this watching?
1: Uh, yeah. I, well, so, the, yeah, the, my modern present-day interpretation of the movie was, so the opening scene uh, uh, with Trinity is, like, this awesome, like, battle scene, and she's got this amazing outfit, and it's high action, and it sets such an amazing tone for the movie. And then I was so immediately disappointed when it didn't stay on Trinity, <laughs> and then you continue to watch the movie with Trinity, and you're just like, "Why aren't you the main character? You should be the she's because she's more awesome. I mean, she breathes life back into Neo. She resurrects him. <laughs>
0: it's true. She does. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so, like, why she's she's the one with the magical powers. Who cares about well, Neo is still pretty cool too but <laughs> trinity is way more exciting and i was like disappointed that she's like relegated to this like uh diminished role mm-hmm. at points in the movie like there's points where she even like rips a piece of fabric like she's the attendant nurse at one point and i was just like trinity no you're better than this you're the star <laughs>
0: Well, and, and I think that happens in a lot of action flicks. Like, one action flick that makes me really angry that does exactly the same thing is The Kingsman, right? Oh, yeah. At the end of The Kingsman, The Kingsman is the girl. <laughs> and she is relegated to going up in a balloon while the dude who was kicked out, you know, does all of the cool stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, wait, Why? what? Isn't the story about her? Because <laughs> she's the Kingsman,
1: like you know,
0: and with the Matrix, too, it starts on Trinity, like you're saying, and it's true. You're like, you want to see more of that character, yeah, and
1: you, you just don't get to she see Does it. is incredible, and so, like, so even that, it's interesting to see, like, you mentioned, like, uh, the directors like change in gender, like, it's even interesting to see, like, for themselves, like, didn't even write a female character as much as they love women. <laughs>
0: It's and it's true because they're the only other female in there is what switch, um, and I think
1: they're they're like gender neutral, like they don't even say what mm-hmm. they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They they just go by oh the woman in the red dress who doesn't even get a name. Yes, because you know she's why should she?
0: She's she gets pimped out. She's she's just a a programmed element like
1: the oracle is too.
0: <laughs> I mean, I have to admit, I love the oracle yeah oracle I fun. love her yeah everything she does in her scene is captivating
1: yeah it's great
0: every word you know just how she does seem mystical in her own way you know but it also kind of goes back like i know Lawrence Fishburne's there like Morpheus is there and everything but it goes back to the whole like you know, magical black person thing, you know? It is a
1: stereotype, for (laughs) sure.
0: You know, like, but she's like, she's like, you know, you know, the wise, you know, mama black lady. And and she's like, she spits out the, the, what you need to hear, not what you should hear. But she's
1: also like the resistance fighter from within, right? Mm -hmm. Like, she's like, she has like uh, her own cults that she's (laughs) cultivating.
0: Yeah, and, and she does, like, I mean she's stealing little children and she's like checking to see if you're good enough to do stuff are you the one
1: (laughs) i'm gonna tell you or not and it's gonna mess with your brain (laughs) i mean i do like that she like messes with his mind so much in such a short amount of time and then he's even like shoving the cookie in his mouth and it's just very funny
0: (laughs) i have a question every time i see that cookie i'm like What kind of cookie is that?
1: Also, why is it so crunchy? Because didn't she just bake it? She
0: just baked it.
1: Like, it should be like, that's a a problematic point for me as Mm. well. Every time he bites a cookie and it's so crispy. And even that she picks it up and it's not like steaming. And I'm like, clearly this was made before. I know it's Matrix and it's all fake. But (laughs) how do computers get cooking so wrong?
0: Well, because even if you... Because you can get hard cookies right away. It's just over-baking the cookie. But it's true. That I don't think cookies, she over-baked those cookies. It would have been steaming or something. Yeah. And yeah, it's true. On this watch of it, too, when she took the bite and it was like a crack, I was like, didn't she just... those should She be just baked soft. those cookies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what kind... Because of, I don't think it's like a chocolate chip
1: cookie or I anything. think it's like an oatmeal. Because it had like some like... I don't know height on it mm-hmm. it didn't look like it was it looked like a granola-y oatmeal type I was gonna
0: say a molasses cookie oh
1: well it wasn't dark enough it was, was like I associate like a ginger molasses cookie to have like a rich color and it mm-hmm. looked kind of just
0: pale She-pale? yeah okay yeah. I've always wondered. I'm like, like, Neo! I also want to think that it's like, um, I don't know, like, you know when you have like a fantasy tale or whatever, and there's always like this food that tastes like whatever you want it to taste like? Oh,
1: magic cookie. It's
0: a magic cookie. So like, it doesn't matter what cookie she made, whatever Maybe. he ate, it was like, it tasted like the what he wanted. The cookie that he
1: wanted, or and the that's, cookie he needed in the moment. Exactly, Snickerdoodle. right? Snickerdoodle. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> Like, I didn't know there was caramel. Oh Why? my god. Uh, yeah, exactly. You, you don't know. It's fine. Um, but yeah.
1: Hmm. Craig's should... cookies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love Craig's cookies. Oh also, my god.
1: shout out to Courage Cookies. They're great too. <laughs>
0: Look, cookies are great. We're just going to say it. Cookies <laughs> are great.
1: Who knew that Done. the cookies had such a major major component of the Matrix?
0: Apparently my brain did. So we're going to But gonna it's, go.
1: so, it's definitely something I noticed, like, every single time. I'm like, what the heck is a cookie so crunchy for it? It's just been baked.
0: Come on, guys. Well, I guess that goes back to, like, the chicken conversation earlier on. Like, oh, yeah. Why everything like chicken. tastes, tastes, like, tastes
1: chicken. like everything. Yeah. yeah. They
0: couldn't figure it out. That was it. So they're just, like... What's a basic thing that most people like the taste of? Chicken. Put it on stuff.
1: But it's like, it's interesting. Like that conversation is like, I don't know. Now that we know more uh, like science stuff, I guess. But they like, they can detect like gla- gases and elements in space and find similar things of it in uh, like our own foods and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that, isn't there like some saying that, uh, the galaxy, like the center of the galaxy, like is like raspberries because it's like the oh, same yes, compound is yeah. found in.
0: <laughs> yeah, like they, they said, like oh, these planets, like some planets smell like rotten eggs, yeah, and some yeah, planets yeah. smell like, um, like grass, and some you know planets smell like whatever, and yeah, it's it's because they've just like, you know, this is the the things that we found. Cause I think they do it based on like light refraction and like the color that they get sent yeah, back or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're estimating that it's these chemicals in the atmosphere. So like, and like based on how much something is in the atmosphere, you know, it should smell like this thing that we know of,
1: right? And I'm like, and I mean, I think computers helped us figure that out. So oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was, I was like, I think they could like nail
0: that. <laughs> I mean, especially if you're like. People are taking the time to put data into computers so that they have. Stuff like I think. okay, before we even go there, because I think people have a. um, Not like a misunderstanding, but some people can't differentiate between like computers and something that's like AI and why those things are because aren't computers smart? No, computers are dumb. (laughs) Computers are very, very dumb. They have just been told what to do and have access to stuff that we need, essentially. Right. right? Whereas AI can interact and extrapolate and create and learn, which is quite different.
1: Consciousness, arguably. Yes,
0: exactly. So so I think like I think right now, you know, finding those smells are based on data that we've entered. And then the computer makes a computation. Whereas I think if it was AI, AI would be the would not be like would like look through like a telescope and stuff, whatever, but make an assumption based on knowledge, like like what we would do. Yeah. So slightly different.
1: But they're they're assisting the process.
0: Yes. They're assisting the process.
1: They're plotting our demise.
0: Well, it's coming. So Obviously. Because isn't the, um, what is um it, the singularity is supposed to happen in like 2045 or whatever? I
1: thought it was um the distant future, the year 2000s. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, you are correct. Yes. <laughs> Both <laughs>
1: factual. Both very factual. One by yeah. the of the concords. <laughs> and the other reputable sources, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> Every movie we've ever seen. Thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, because I think I saw a chart the other day and like they were listing like famous like sci-fi things based on like the year they happen in the future and it hit like 2022 but I forget what it was. They're like 2022 is this. I don't know why I'm bringing it up if I can't remember. Never mind. Ignore <laughs> me. Everything's fine.
1: Anyways. Terminator? <laughs> There's um... so many. Alien. Predator? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean all the robots are trying to destroy us <laughs> yes they are
0: well because I mean like um, so Blade Runner was 2017 uh, 2017 and 2019 because 2017 was the year like the replicant was born and 2019 was the year it like died or whatever and then they did well 2049 is the next one there you go <laughs> so we have to wait um, and I think, well, I know we haven't hit any Star Trek milestones yet. Um, because I think World War III is in 2050 something. Oh, so we're getting close. <laughs> That's great. Um, and what else? Yeah, so Terminator was when they went back and it was like, uh, Sarah Connor dies in, in 2007, and then they skipped over that. So that was fine. Um, Yes, yeah, so I know yeah they're all over the place we're that's good it. we're, we're good. good
1: we're good on time maybe back to the future
0: oh we've passed back to the future a long time ago that was 2015 we're,
1: we're back in the past yes mm-hmm.
0: like we're we're like at 2015 most people are like no we're officially in the future because we've passed oh, back to the future the
1: date that you're thinking of uh George Jetson was born that's what it was yeah. yes yeah 2022 he,
0: yes Okay, that is correct. <laughs> he was born in like July 30th or something like that. Twenty, Yes, okay. Yes. And the Jetsons takes place in like 2050 20, 20 something because he's supposed to be like 35 years old. Yeah.
1: yeah okay. Yeah.
0: That's what it was. Thank you. Thank you so much. That is exactly I what it mean, was.
1: I'm, I mean, I'm, on all honesty, I'm more like Team Flintstones than I am Team Jetsons, but we all have our choice.
0: But did you hear the theory about that, that they're actually in the same world?
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah where, I could see that.
0: Where the Jetsons are essentially like in hovering the sky. in the sky and the yeah. Flintstones are on the ground.
1: Like it's an Elysium situation.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I
1: could see that happening. Yeah. Elysium could have been such a good movie. Oh, <laughs> it was so out. disappointing.
0: <laughs> like it's ugh, the oh my, okay. The first half of that movie is fantastic. It sets up a really cool world. It sets up an interesting premise. It sets up a problem. It sets up it sets up a goal. And then the second half of the movie, you're just like, oh, you're just running around shooting things. Okay, <laughs> that's sh- this is what we're gonna do. Okay, done. Like I don't I don't know what it is. Um. It drives me crazy, <laughs> it does really. Wanted that movie to work, but um, the same guy, what is his name, bell Comp Comp or whatever? Is that who directed it? The same guy who did um, District Nine oh, and
1: Chappie. Okay, and stuff.
0: I hated Chappie too. Oh,
1: really? Oh God, I hated All Chappie of them? so much.
0: No, I loved District Nine. Okay, District that's,
1: Nine is amazing, it's
0: so well done, <laughs> it's so so good, and that's why I saw Chappie and I was just like, what is this nonsense? And then I Of course, I went to see Elysium because I was like, okay, starts off amazing, and then just down the toilet. (laughs) I'm sorry the the woman who's in um, in Elysium that he meets, like that um, Latina woman. I don't know what her name is, but I find every movie she's in when she shows up, the movie goes downhill.
1: Oh, oh no, what a burden to have. <laughs> right.
0: So like she was in um she was in I Am Legend, which the first half of that movie is tense, you know, interesting. You they you understand where the zombie came from and like what's happening and blah blah blah, blah and he's there by himself with this dog, blah blah, blah. And then she showed up and then it just turns to nonsense. <laughs> so aggravating. Then there's uh repo men. We're talking about the one with the uh, force Whitaker and um, Juliana. Rodriguez?
1: Is that who it is? No,
0: no. no. Um, I, I have to. Oh, I have to look up her name. But she shows up about halfway through that movie as well. Again.
1: I only. I'm just thinking about genetic opera. So. I can't yeah, even you
0: made you made me watch that movie, <laughs> and I was just like, "Why are we doing?" It's
1: great. This? It's a fantastic movie. Oh the robots did not kill us in that future.
0: that's true we did survive we did it to ourselves
1: and that's realistically more accurate (laughs) we create our own our own future horror yeah i believe that which
0: sort of made well to be honest repo men is repo genetic opera just
1: without singing and paris hilton
0: yes exactly
1: that's disappointing (laughs)
0: that's (laughs) alice braga that's what her name is um, she was in Predators, but she shows up at the beginning, so that whole movie sucks. Um, and then, like, Elysium, again, she shows up about, like, a third of the way through, and then it starts going downhill, and you're like, what is, what is happening right now? Like, it just does not work.
1: None of these things are things that I like. Yeah.
0: I love that, like, her known for are all the movies I just complained about, so. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Um, she did do the TV show Queen of the South, but I couldn't get into that. Um... I don't know. Anyways, but she frustrates me because every time she shows up, things go downhill.
1: Well, she's not in the Matrix.
0: <laughs> Boom. Therefore, it's
1: amazing. Very proven. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> You're going to write your uh, PhD thesis uh, pieces on this, on this? Yeah. yeah. Uh, do
0: like a, a, what is it? A causality graph <laughs> or whatever. Yes. It's gonna be
1: amazing so good i just want to call you dr tracy yeah oh.
0: <laughs> film theory phd you gotta rewrite yeah. your
1: intro soon I,
0: <laughs> I have legal documentation letting you know that i am amazing thank you doctorate
1: yes. in movieology
0: <laughs> can i do that is that a thing yeah you can
1: i'm sure they have there's like different film Things you can study. Like yeah. a mean commun- you can get a communications PhD.
0: Which would include that, wouldn't
1: it? Absolutely, it's yeah. Ugh.
0: Yeah, I think I could do that. That would be great. Okay. Let's make this we're gonna make this happen, guys. Um, Tracy's going back to school! <laughs> yeah, look for the GoFundMe page. I gotta pay for that stuff. So ugh. it's expensive. It's expensive. School is very expensive. And then they wonder why kids are complaining all the time and they have no money. You're like, no, okay. <laughs> Uh, well, at least in the Matrix, they don't have to go to school. I don't know. Are um, they just too old, or I
1: still like find it problematic that like they the Matrix is still like modeled on human uh, society with all of its problems. Like, and I'm like, no, like you could have made some of the things better for people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, does, but isn't that one of the problems Agent Smith said was like? They went through several iterations of The Matrix and lost whole crops, quote unquote, as he says, um, because they kept trying to make the world good or ideal or better for people. I just it didn't
1: need to be perfect, but it didn't need to be as, you know, sexist or racist or, you know, like uh, hierarchical, mm-hmm. <laughs> inaccessible, like you're plugged into The Matrix. You're technically paying for a machine that's giving you all the nutrients and you're still starving? <laughs> that sucks.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. Uh, but I think it's... Yeah, I don't know. they just based <laughs> well, it's on...
1: Well, not choice is what it is. <laughs> yeah, like I,
0: I don't think... The computers didn't care how we lived our life. They just cared that we believed that it was real and was complacent in it, right? So if our brains need... A hierarchy and poor people and some sort of level of despair to be like, I guess this is real. That's, that's
1: but it, but it does care about the people, like and I and I would even argue that it produces uh like we witness like the who, the agents uh, Smith yeah like he's programmed to be that way. He's programmed to be a self-loathing robot. So like obviously the or whatever design the Matrix like cares about like the emotional status of its creatures, if it's even programming them and in certain ways to be like.
0: So I disagree with that (laughs) statement, that he's programmed to be a self loathing robot. Because, like, if you pay attention to the other Smith agents, the other Smith agents who are on the same level as him do not act the way he does and are shocked at the things that he does. And I think like Neo, he's an anomaly in the system, right? And I think that's the reason why it goes haywire.
1: Well, it's like hinting at the resistance, which is coming.
0: Yes, which is like,
1: coming. Yeah, because like people or the, not the people, but the robots, even within the system, are hating everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're, it's unjust, it's... It's uncomfortable for them but I don't know I think Mr. Smith like doesn't have that level of awareness like otherwise why is he participating so actively in it he could be doing anything else well no but he <laughs> he
0: says in his little speech the reason why he's participating is the only way is to shut Neo down or to get into Zion kill all of the quote-unquote free people and then he can get out of there. And that's what he wants.
1: But then that means he's terminated. And
0: that's but that's what he says he wants.
1: So that's self-loathing. That's 100% self-loathing. If your only aspiration is to complete your objective, which immediately ceases your existence, you hate yourself.
0: My God. <laughs> okay, if you put it that way. Because yeah. to me, it's just like, no, he wants an escape from the world he can't stand right and the only way to do that is to not exist and he's like i'm gonna take it
1: then he's choosing yeah he's choosing like he's actively choosing to hate himself or no he's been programmed that way but he's in this like failure circumstance Mm -hmm. he can never be successful that is true (laughs) yes
0: yeah because now i feel like talking about the sequels and we're not allowed to do that
1: (laughs) i know i know
0: (laughs) <laughs> no we're gonna stick with this one because but so, even
1: in the sequels like we don't have entire resolution like this is an ongoing like complexity and the system becomes like more and more complex right yeah. like
0: what well, we find out like like with any system because even with within like closed ecosystems and stuff like that things go out of control things start to mutate things start to change things start to you know evolve or die or whatever, and things become imbalanced and and stuff like that. Right. So and I think that's literally what's happening here is that the ecosystem has gotten so big and so diverse and so unbalanced that it's trying to fix itself, essentially, which I think is what is said in the sequels. Okay, so no, (laughs) anyways, but I, I honestly would have been fine if there was no more content for the Matrix after the, the first movie. Yeah, because I find the movie to be such a perfect capsule of a story that it doesn't need more other story. Things.
1: Well, it didn't need to be like four more stories about Neo. Like, well, yes, <laughs> it could have been so many other things if they wanted to expand it right mm-hmm. like it could have been how about trinity trinity is a star even laurence Fishburne, i would have watched a morpheus movie like yes yeah that would be cool let's see him rise to the peak cultum <laughs> well i think
0: they did the whole you know quote unquote you know skywalker saga thing where it's like no you have to follow this we started the story of this one person so we're going to follow this one person and like what's around them, essentially.
1: But they knew that wasn't didn't have to be because they made the animatrix. (laughs) it Yeah. (laughs) And
0: and that's and that's why I put the animatrix with the matrix, because I find the animatrix with their singular stories that just make the world of the first Matrix film more juicy was perfect. Yeah. You know, you see some of the life that people are living within the matrix. You see some of the life of people that are living in like Zion and are on their ships and all that kind of stuff. And you also see people who aren't even part of that Zion thing. Like they're living on the surface doing weird shit. Yeah. And you're like, oh, so like all of those people that were freed aren't necessarily Zion and they're not trying to like do anything. They're, they're doing their own business. That's kind of cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is cool.
0: You know, so I thought like, and I think those two things together are such a good complement to each other that it was more than enough.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It had a lot of good, like, there are lots of shorts in there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like, um, even though it wasn't necessary, the, what are they called? The the Second Renaissance Part 1 and 2 that actually showed the quote-unquote downfall of humanity, which Morpheus in The Matrix actually says they don't know when things are where this one gives like dates it's fine i'm not gonna argue about that (laughs) um but i did find it interesting how they put that whole thing together like to me it came across very isaac asimov
1: oh yeah. yeah i liked it was totally sympathetic to the robots point of view too because you realize like how awful it was for them and, like, why their uprising was so violent. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, it basically forced them into this, like, path because, and I love it. It's, like, even narrated by a robot because it says, like, humans' uh, endless search for personal vanity and wealth led to the, and it was, it was just funny. Like, it was, like, clearly from a robot point of view. Yeah. And <laughs> they're justifying why they've done what they've done. But who are they telling this to? Is It's, like, at a museum.
0: Well, no. <laughs> (laughs) It says it's the like the Zion mainframe. Oh, okay. That's what I think it says right at the beginning. So I think it's like.
1: So they stole it from uh, the robots. Or something. Because it wasn't made by people.
0: (laughs) No, no, I don't think it was. Um, Yeah, like because I think it says like Zion Archive and it gives you like a number or something like that, which I thought was weird in the first place because it sort of seems like you know like a kid going to school and like here's your lesson learn about this thing yeah and like they're looking at it um but then like you said it comes across as like no it's it's the robots point of view of this so why would that be part of like the zion archive right
1: yeah this isn't like uh propaganda for the humans this is propaganda for the robots case yes but like put in human context it's almost like they're, they're like human rehabilitation camp. Maybe that's what Zion is. Like, it's just a secret covert operation for the, for the robots. For <laughs> like, no, to... you need to
0: sympathize with us and understand what we're doing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Surrender. <laughs> oh my God. We'll make your cult.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, the, the whole, that whole thing came across very, like, you know, slavery and Holocaust and all that kind of stuff. Because it starts oh, with, yeah. like like the slavery part like you're indentured to us you don't get paid you don't get anything yeah you're doing all this stuff like but i i still don't understand why like why you need ai robots to do these menial tasks why can't you have just like random stupid robots you program it to just do this one thing so then they don't have consciousness or whatever
1: Well, I think it's just like an allegory for like human rights in general, like Mm -hmm. saying that our like human society, we're so willing to like, you know, restrict access, uh, limit control, like Mm -hmm. over different peoples, whenever it's convenient for us, whenever it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, uh, it was just, you know, the little sci-fi, uh, Aesop fable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, because everything really went downhill when the robots were just like, fuck y'all, we're going to make our own society, but our society is so much better than yours that your society is falling apart now, and now you're going to try to kill all of us.
1: Yeah. Cool, cool, that's cool.
0: Not acceptable.
1: But that's, those, those things happen. Those things
0: happen. <laughs> they have happened in our history. They're happening right now. They're Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, you know. Yay. Apparently we're not learning from our past. Even <laughs> fictional past Even even warning. is the distant future. It's oh the year
1: two thousand. <laughs> it's the year two thousand. We are robots.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Imagine we actually find out that as human beings we were actually like AI escaped from some other place and then we populated here. Because a lot of people think that we were actually like aliens and we were like deposited here. It's a whole thing. But yeah. Oh, evolution can still exist within those parameters.
1: I just like thinking generally, like on a day to day basis that like I'm a universe, uh, like I'm a child of the universe. Like, (laughs) I can agree with that. Like, I mean, why limit yourself to Earth? Right. Like, no, we live in the universe. (laughs) We're star children.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We are made of stardust. So, you know,
1: totally possible. (laughs) Totally possible
0: um we're, tra-
1: we're traveling in space every day yeah
0: <laughs> be are like what do you mean you want to go to outer space we're already
1: there we're already here <laughs> you are crazy
0: i think i was uh, i was having a conversation with a friend of mine on on thursday about like um like going to, like taking a trip to like mars or whatever and i was like i can't do that there's there's no way i would be able to do that i'm not i can't be away from a space which I consider, quote, unquote, safe, which is land for me, where I can stand up, take a breath. And if I don't move, I will not just automatically die in some way. So like I have the same problem on boats. Like as soon as I stop seeing land, I'm just like, we're all going to die. We're, we're going to die. <laughs> and I, have, I think I'd have the same problem in space.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm reading a book right now uh, about how to take over the world. It's by Ryan North. And it's a guide for aspiring supervillains. Um, but it's very funny. And the very first chapter, I think it's discussed about how like humans are so inadequately like equipped to deal with outer space that you might as well just stay on the planet because it's terrible. It, everything else is going to be terrible. Yeah.
0: No, I, I absolutely believe it because especially if you because even if you look at, um, you know, like the orville for example where you know like you're on a ship and it's really bright and blah, blah 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 but you don't get like you follow a clock but you don't get like sunrise and sunset yeah you don't you have spaces for relaxation yes but it, they're they're fake and you if you know it's fake does interacting with it feel the same like what? You know, how do you really relax or how do you really get away or how do you really commune with quote unquote nature when you're (laughs) you're trapped in this like hermetically sealed capsule in the middle of nothingness?
1: Yeah, totally. I. I like to uh, point to the relevant documentary in this case, The Martian. <laughs> like, look how hard it is right oh,
0: Very hard. <laughs> very hard.
1: That documentary must have been really hard to make. Yes. They must <laughs> have been so much money. Like, oh my
0: God. Filming all that stuff. It was. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: But no, it, it would be, it would be like so hard. <laughs> so hard. Well,
0: even like you think about everything that he goes through in the movie and in the book. He goes through even more, actually, um, and it's just shocking. Like, why do you want to do this? Yeah, like,
1: it's like disaster after disaster on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Like, when
0: you're doing like normal things, yeah. like you're not doing anything crazy. You're
1: just trying to survive. Yeah, yeah.
0: They're like, I want to um, plant potatoes and make sure they grow, so I don't starve to death. Right. And you blow up your home.
1: Yeah. And you're totally. like, oh,
0: okay, that's how that works. <laughs> I'm like, all right um and then you're just like hey, has anybody come come back and pick me up you're just like no nope. <laughs> you're really far away <laughs> like really far away <laughs> it's the whole thing i love that when he gets back on the the spaceship at the end and like he takes off his helmet and they're like oh my god the smell and he's like oh i didn't even notice but i haven't bathed in like a year and a half so yeah that makes sense <laughs> oh that's disgusting <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, like, you're literally just trying to survive. Like, what's the importance of bathing in that moment, right? Like, I don't know. I think I'd get itchy. Oh, yeah? yeah. I don't know. It was pretty like he was probably trying to conserve water, too. Oh, yeah. Like I imagine it was like dire circumstances. Oh, no. Like, I
0: understand he hasn't been I like and to me, it makes perfect sense because honestly, if he got back on the ship and took off his helmet, and they're like, oh, you, f- you smell like a summer breeze. I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about? Why, Why this? It doesn't <laughs> make any sense. So, yeah, it makes perfect sense. But at the same time, I think I would be itchy. <laughs> That's about it. That's all I'm saying. so yeah um but yeah you know the Matrix and stuff don't get me wrong I love the Matrix I don't know what, what notes do I have about the Matrix let's see my first note is such a thrilling and captivating opening and we've already mentioned this
1: yeah the fight with Carrie and Moss and mm-hmm. like she's so good she should so be good. the lead
0: one thing okay this is one thing I always remember when I watch this movie is that I don't know if you remember this, but when we went to go see The Matrix, originally we saw it in the theater, we showed up late for the movie and we missed the Karrion Moss opening at the beginning. I always remember this because for like six months, they made all kinds of references to that in everything. (laughs) And I was just like, I watched the movie. What the fuck are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. I didn't see that. And then I went back and saw the movie again and saw the beginning. I was like, oh, this makes so much more sense. Thank you very much. Awesome. Yay. Um, and the other thing I remember is my my stupid knowledge of the origin of like that bullet time thing where like, you know, a few jumps and the camera spins. around oh, and all yeah. that kind of stuff um, because the popularity of that came so quickly and people always think the first thing that people saw it in was in The Matrix and they are wrong. They're wrong. What was it in? So originally, the first thing on TV that it was in, it was used in a Nissan car commercial. I was trying to look up the commercial. I have. okay, so I have a number of copies of all of the Matrix movies for varying reasons. Um, And but I one of them is that I have this big box set thing that comes with the, the original trilogy movies um, the Animatrix in it and then like three discs of just like bonus material. And that's where I learned this from. And I remembered it being in a movie called Wing Commander as well. But I was thought Wing Commander came out after. No, Wing Commander came out before, but originally it came out in this Nissan commercial and they're like, well, this is really cool. Then Wing Commander came out, but Wing Commander only came out like three or four months before the Matrix. And there's this one scene in Wing Commander, which is a video game movie, which they ruined the really cool video game. Um, It had Freddy Prince Junior in it, like. (laughs) Um, But they do this like thing that ruins like hyperspace and like throw themselves back and like the camera spins around. It's a it's a whole thing. So then it was in that and then it was in that scene in the Matrix or the couple of scenes in the Matrix. And yeah, it's really
1: cool. Oh,
0: yeah. It's also (laughs) real complex how they do it, because they they actively set up.
1: Like all the cameras. yeah. All of the cameras. It's like
0: a hundred cameras in a circle around somebody doing an action. So it all captures it at the same time. That's why it looks so cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was like, I think the bar, like I can remember uh, like the nineties really pushing action movies with like new and bigger effects and stunts. Like, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon had a lot of that fantasticalness element. And then uh, when this one... And then Kill Bill, was that before or after? I don't know. Well, Kill some, Bill
0: was after, I believe.
1: But like... Uh, or like some Quentin Tarantino movies. Like they were always trying to like push the the action element or the fighting sequences. Mm-hmm. But then like these special effects were such a game changer. that, And like to this day, like they're still referenced like... In everything. Everything. Kids movies. Like mm-hmm. one of my favorite uh, Matrix. Uh, I don't know if it's a prequel or a sequel, but I'm going to make an argument for the Lego movie. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> it is. It's essentially that story. Like even the micromanagers look like the Sentinels.
0: That's, oh my God, they do. <laughs> I did not put that together. Oh my God, they He's do. He's
1: the one. He's yeah. the <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's the he's the savior. He he's the piece of resistance. resistance.
1: Like it's the same story.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he has to like
1: it's Morgan He Flavins. has to start to
0: believe. <laughs> yep. You know, All that he it. can he's do the master it.
1: builder. Yep.
0: Yeah, and then when he does, then he can see, you know, what he has to do.
1: <laughs> Instead what? of uh Lawrence Fishburne, uh the prophetic black man is uh Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Mhm. Uh, It's great. It's so many. It's a parallel. <laughs> it's a parallel. It's true. <laughs> but like, yeah, even the kids have like their own Matrix movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's and it's awesome. It's great. Everything's awesome.
0: <laughs> Especially when you're part of a team. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. <laughs> uh, what else do I have here? Um, oh, so one thing I started picking up is like numbers that they have throughout the movie. Oh yeah. So like, you know. Neo's apartment is apartment 101, you know, basic where you start. Yeah. Kind of go. Yeah. University. Um, Oh, so the Nebuchadnezzar, if you're paying attention, was commissioned in 2069. There was a plaque that they actually like show. Okay. So but based on what um, Morpheus describes as the Matrix and like the timeline, that ship would have been 130 years old. Yep. Which confuses me, like it was it made so like I know you go through the ship and it doesn't look like the greatest ship ever made or whatever, but it's still like a hover shippy thingy that flies around and works and does things. So does that mean like Zion's been around for 130 years? Was Zion around and then later on made this thing in 2069? Like, what yeah, is we that? don't know
1: how the humans have been. Well, I'm, sh- and I even question. Like, I bet you early on that they were released. Like, I bet you my theory, and I thought about this. <laughs> I believe that there was an active robot resistance uh, that, like, released the first humans. Because I think there was, like, a complete collapse of society. Like, humans couldn't survive, like, what they were, what was being done to them. Like, mm. it was, like, I think, like, yeah, the first humans would have had to have been, like, released. They weren't, like, free run.
0: <laughs> or, like, or maybe they just weren't captured?
1: I don't know. I don't think, I don't, because the timeline seems too weird. that's too long of a time mm-hmm. for, like, uh, collapse of society, and then a resistance to start, right? Like it, it seems like it would—they would have needed help.
0: Yes. Well, I think, but I think that goes back to our our thoughts on like you know, like Holocaust and like uh, um, civil rights and all that kind of stuff, where there's always somebody on the quote unquote enemy side who helps the people being oppressed. Coordinating
1: the yeah, yeah resistance efforts. Yeah,
0: while pretending to be, like, against whatever is going on. Right. You know? So, yeah, maybe that, that was it. There was, like, a like a, a section of AI people who were, who were like, I'm sympathetic to the you humans. not dying. Yeah. You know? But I, I wouldn't be surprised if initially there were, like, people who were sympathetic to the robots. The, to the robots. Yeah. Who were just, like, Agreed. just leave them alone. What the hell's the big deal?
1: Like, I 100% believe that also. So,
0: yeah. So, but, you know... When you have, you know, big people talking about a bunch of money and they're just like, we're losing our money and let's blow it up. That's just what happens. The little guy who doesn't care about anything doesn't get a get a word <laughs> in edgewise. Ugh, it's all horrible. Yes. We're, we're doing this to ourselves, people. Uh, Radiohead sang a song about it. You should oh, listen to it.
1: Oh, Android. <laughs> no,
0: um, you do it to yourself. Oh, you do it to yourself. Yes. Okay. <laughs> The secret the guy in the video is telling him right. is about the Matrix. That's oh, that's what he's, he's, he's ruining he's it!
1: He's, <laughs> he's like, "Oh shit, we did blow ourselves up. Damn
0: <laughs> it!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, paranoid. Just you Do it to yourself and Paranoid Android together, and you're good.
1: It's a great, okay, yeah. computer. is a great album. It <laughs> is. It really, really
0: is. Um, oh, I still don't know what Tasty Wheat is.
1: Oh, is that like, I don't know. I don't eat cereal.
0: Well, this is my problem. So within the conversation, right? So they're talking about like the, the sludge that they eat that's made of like whatever nutrients and amino acids and blah, 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 whatever a growing body needs. Fine. They have all the things. But the kid's going on about, you know, it's like runny eggs or like, I think it tastes more like tasty wheat. But then he says oatmeal separately and he says all of these things separately. And I always thought... I was like, is Tasty Wheat like oatmeal? But apparently it's not.
1: Oh, I have no idea. I have what no it idea is.
0: what Tasty Wheat is. It's,
1: is it a brand name? I don't think so. I mean. Because uh, I am very anti-cereal. <laughs> tasty
0: Wheat. I, I love that you search Tasty Wheat and Matrix comes up. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. There's tutorials to make Tasty Wheat.
1: Okay. We're not going to do that. This isn't a cooking podcast.
0: (laughs) So so there's something called Tasty Wheat, which is spelled T-A-Y-S-T-E-E, wheat cereal. By Aubergine Foods. And it really does look like just a white gelatinous paste.
1: Okay.
0: Three minute hot energy breakfast. That looks awful. (laughs) I'm sorry. I, I've it's never had it. It's
1: like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I'm sure old-timey food that people, like gruel, like yes. the thing that people used to have to survive on, but we have other options now. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, well, gruel's another thing. Like, I have a concept of what gruel is, but I don't know what gruel is. Oh, I have
1: no idea. I, yeah. I have like a live uh, Oliver Twist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's always like this just like gray sloth they put in a bowl. Oh, Here's your gruel. Can't He's not interested in this conversation. It's fine. Um,
1: He's too young
0: to watch the Matrix. He is. It's it's too much action. It's a little scary, you know. But yeah, it's not great for
1: kids. Kids shouldn't watch this movie. Oh, um, uh, I was one note that I did remember I wanted to mention. Um, I don't know uh, about the Bechtel test because, but there was a recent argument this summer about the bechdel test and basically it was saying like anything deemed as feminist is a pass for the bechdel test and i'm like oh that opening scene with trinity then it just passes based on that that's true (laughs) she does get to she does talk to to switch but switch hasn't identified their gender oh that's true okay never mind (laughs) she did she talk or we didn't see her talk to the oracle
0: no, I not. also
1: noticed the absence of women agents, which is interesting. Like, yes, I like. Uh, I thought that was like, uh, yeah, another interesting like gendered comment.
0: Well, the fact that they're gendered in the first place, like I would think they would be like some non-gendered random thing. I mean, having like, dudes. Why do they
1: need to look like men?
0: Yeah, like quote unquote, you know, men in black right thing happening but why does it have to be men in black why can't they be like they look like ghosts or yeah, yeah. they
1: didn't they didn't need to look like people at all yeah. they could have looked like robots
0: agreed <laughs> yes but the war i find the world itself is very um unfeminine except yeah. for very specific scenes where they're like no this is a lady and Yeah. You're like oh okay i
1: mean i in the sequels that we get exposure to more women in leadership i guess but like it's still not like overall very feminine or or like has features of womenly things like nurturing soft, empathy like nothing
0: (laughs) well they they do the typical thing like training does it's like i do this for love that's how I that was unfortunate that, yes.
1: that which
0: was... is something that makes me mad about movies all the fucking time
1: i know you know? that yeah. made me mad too because yeah. i was like don't give your power to him yeah.
0: <laughs> well you know the the oracle told her like whoever you fall in love with that's gonna be the one you're like oh
1: Okay. Well, the orca- Oracle spewing patriarchal bullshit. Yeah. But I also like so one of the things that actually really bothered me about this movie this go around was like the religious bent like really got to me like like I knew it was always there but for some reason I noticed it even more now and it was like very irritating like the entire crypticness of Morpheus at the beginning and you know, like not really saying anything but doing it in this way that like he seems powerful or like he, cause he owns the knowledge. Right. But he's not delivering it in an effective way. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it makes him like, and I, yeah, he's like weird twisted relationships with his crew members who see him more as like a leader, like a, like, a father figure than, like, a captain. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I think that's why you understand why Cypher is so mad and wants to get out, because...
1: It is a cult. <laughs> yeah,
0: but, no, but he also says, he's like, if he told me the truth, I would have told him to shove the pill up his ass. Like, because you're like, you don't... He doesn't give them information, right? He's just like, look, you want to see something cool or not? Take a pill. Yeah. And you're just like... I guess I'll see the cool thing. But then you can't go back from seeing the cool thing. It's yeah. not like you go outside, you see a nice sunset, and you walk back inside. No, you go outside and you stare at the sunset until you die and your retinas burn out. Like, it's it's very different, you know? Um, so I understand his plight. Like, I really do get it, based on just the experience that Neo had and all that kind of stuff. And if, if Cypher had the same experience, like, you bring him to, like, a weird world. I'll tell you, like the flowery information but not give you any actual knowledge and, like, do you want to kill me? Do you want some acid?
1: Let's do this, you know. Accept me as your lord and savior. Yeah,
0: Because I think a lot of people would, would, their curiosity would win out. Like, I don't think, I think even for me, I would also hate the quote-unquote real world, but at the same time be like, I, I want, I want to see it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'll be like, oh,
0: I got to do chores on a sh- tight ship. and That's
1: 150 years old. And-,
0: <laughs> and, you know, wear a bunch of ripped clothing.
1: Okay. <laughs> be listening to this cult guy. No legs. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. No, I get it. All I'm saying is I understand Cypher. Bring
1: back Cowboy Curtis. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> do I think it's right for him to do it by killing all of his crew members? No. <laughs> but do I understand that he wants to get out, eat steak, be a movie star? Yes. Yes,
1: I do. That's pretty, like, idealistic of him, too. That always bothered me, too, that it was, like, this is the villainous plan. But I'm like, that's a pretty idealistic circumstance to be like, oh, yeah, they're just going to pull me back in. I'm like, no, dude, they're going to kill you. 100%, they're just going to kill you.
0: (laughs) My other question is, like, how do you think they made contact with him? Like, how do you think, like... Because somebody has to be around for him to be plugged into the matrix and unplug him, so they can't just like secretly, you know, get him in a corner without somebody knowing. Yeah. So I was always confused, I was like, well, how did he make contact with them? He sent an email. Just that.
1: A- <laughs> yeah. Why not? I'm sure they they have an internet. I mean, the fact that uh the transition um. Like in and out of the Matrix is through like old school phone, like landline. Landline, yeah. It's hilarious to me. Like, it is so. It, why does it need to be referenced? And I was like, I'm like, was the the Matrix created on dial up? Like, why is it?
0: It was 1999. You, yes. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. I
1: was like, it would be so slow and choppy. <laughs> well, that's why they can only go one at a time. Yeah. Like, you can't
0: just put it on, like, speakerphone and get sucked in. You gotta wait for
1: the AOL dial-up tone. Oh, yeah.
0: <clears throat> it's gotta come in and be like, you've got mail. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Let's> go in. <laughs> oh, I Oh, ICQ. Does that That still exist? I don't know. Right. I I everyone think.
1: uses WhatsApp.
0: Oh, I, I don't like WhatsApp either. It's fine. I have too many chat things on my phone to communicate with different people. <laughs> like I think I have like six or seven of them and I use each one for specific people.
1: I mean, it's a communications tool. That is true. <laughs> that is
0: what the phone is for. That is correct.
1: We're not sending boxes with it. <laughs> Technically you can. You can? Yeah. With like a PDF or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And
0: you can send it to like a fax machine and it'll print out like it was a fax. It's on the Matrix. (laughs) Right? Because we live in the future.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Even Theo's computer is pretty, like, hilariously old.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, that was like everything in that movie was advanced technology for the time period. Because even I was like, they had the big CRT monitors and and all that kind of stuff and his little, like, slide down phone. You're just like, what? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> this is crazy you know they're very old <laughs> very old very old why how come they don't have like like a samsung or like a smartphone or something like oh i don't i don't know
1: That's fine. it's pre-sponsorship yeah
0: but apparently 1999 was the height of um human what is what the term civilization human civilization yes so they went back to a time where everybody was like happy or whatever
1: or no it said because he says uh because he counts it as the height of their civilization because once they came around it was their civilization so they're yeah. just assuming they're just assuming the civilization like they're taking it forward yeah. and it, so it's yeah. funny like but who would deal with I don't know did you think the, with 1999 is that an ideal uh, um, moment for you in your in your personal history um
0: look I think 1999 was a shitty year and a great year for a lot of people, but worldwide, I think it was okay. (laughs) Sure. You know, there was still like war in Iraq and all that kind of stuff, you know, um, 9-11 hadn't happened yet. There hadn't been a market crash in a while. The economy was booming. Um, Wasn't Clinton in office still? It's pre-9-11. Yeah. Clinton was still in office, or was or was Bush in office by then? I
1: don't
0: know. No, two thousand would have been Bush, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay, so then Clinton was still in office. We just had one sex scandal instead of like eight hundred scandals in different ways. Um, But like, I think music was great.
1: But Woodstock '99 was—I
0: <laughs> didn't go to it, so it was fine. No, but yeah. like
1: I think, uh, I think like its general aggressiveness and heteronormativity and maleness was problematic. Like you... that was all
0: of previous history. <sighs> what are you talking about?
1: No, but I, I say like it came to like like. Monica Lewinsky wasn't just one sex scandal; like that was a huge, Who's big there? fucking yes. deal. Like this is a head, like this is another Trump moment. Really, is what yeah. it is. But it's just like it shows like the inequity for women at the time. Like we, I'm, I'm happy to see progress on that front now. Mm-hmm. Like, like looking back and realizing how bad it was. Yeah. <laughs> like especially like in the music and like the cultural uh identifiers at the time like it was all very like white it was all very male and it's and i'm happy to see that it's not the case anymore
0: what are you talking about um puff daddy was having a great time what (laughs) mace (laughs) killing it Mariah
1: Carey, well, oh yeah, Top.
0: Uh, yeah, no, but I, there's I agree. With there there's, is lots going on. There is lots, like there's
1: like other domains too, right? Like there's yeah. lots of popular domains,
0: but like, but we're also looking at it in a very like North American view yes, of things, yeah. because, like, to be honest, that whole Monica Lewinsky scandal in
1: I don't know Japan was probably just like.
0: Whatever. Oh, did you hear about that? Okay, I don't know. I don't care. But they also
1: have their own issues with sexism in their political system. So, like, it's yeah. not... it's It continues to be a, a, an issue. <laughs> yes. Which is
0: surprising uh, that it continues to be an issue because people just don't seem to get it. But, you know. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. But I think you can say that for any time period, past, present, or future, where... It depends where you are, what status you're at, how old you are, you know, like there's so many factors to decide how good a time period is for you in any place, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, because, like, 99 could have been, like, the greatest year for some people. They're like, yes. that's the year I won an Oscar. I bought a plane. Yeah. I did, you know, like, I found the love of my life. I went on vacation everywhere. I got to the top of K2. I made friends with a polar bear. Like, it could have been the greatest fucking year. <laughs> and then another person is like, um, that's the year my whole family died from <laughs> Ebola and I lived in a hole. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Oh, that sucks. <laughs> you can't it, it just it just really depends on a lot of factors. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm just making a comment on like the culture that this movie is a part of. Like the Yeah, because, you can feel it and you can see it. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Like yeah. even in the soundtrack. Like if you I don't know if you've listened to it extensively, but it's all like it's the Deftones, tones, it's Marilyn Manson, okay. it's power man 3000 his name the is fucking fuck? power man 3000 <laughs> when they go into the club scene and they're playing that first song that they oh um, is that what okay yeah, yeah. i've that heard that song through the witchers i have I heard hear that song
0: a million times like and i birds. never knew you sang that song okay yes
1: <laughs> but yeah it's in the movie mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> also that scene when they're talking together in the the movie like should be redubbed because like that movie that music is obviously blasting and they're having like this whispered conversation and it would honestly be like what? <laughs> like, like but that's why home. she gets so
0: close to him, like to like his ear. And oh, stuff. But
1: still, no. Yeah. Well, you and I both know that is factually inaccurate. Maybe <laughs> yeah. the Matrix doesn't understand you gotta, like, sound. You gotta like cup
0: the person's ear. You, you would literally be screaming. Your...
1: You know that that meme that's super popular this week of the girl screaming in the guy's ear. That's like that's what, what it would be. <laughs> that's how that would be it's so true oh my god yes you could make that meme yeah. This just like with the quote with what Trinity's saying in the big <laughs> all capitals across the top you're like yes and if you drink the red
0: oh yeah see now if it was a comedy <laughs> that would have all been in there they'd be like um are you trinity like sorry what so you gotta you gotta i can't hear you a little... can we go in like the next room sure text yeah, okay. that to me yeah you can t9 that <laughs> takes like half an hour no 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 oh i love it yes i like, used to write emails on those things like, i know it's fucking
1: crazy i know yeah, we used just to use Mopticons, or there's <laughs> a colon in a bracket to indicate your emotions.
0: (laughs) You know, like, the worst part is, is that I hate, like, emojis. Like, I just, I don't use them, right? And 95% of the time, I will type, you know, sad face, smile face, whatever, instead of just doing the stupid face, because it just pisses me off.
1: Oh, I 100 percent type out all the emojis, but I often want to. I, I don't know why I'm like looking for a horse. Yeah. To, to indicate <laughs> that I'm a little horse <laughs> like. or I like the wave for saying goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: I do the birthday cake for birthdays. Bur- yeah, that's, you know, that's classic. that kind of thing. Classic. Um, the thing that pissed me off about my phone, though, if you do put colon and bracket, it changes it to the emoji. And like, no, that is not what I said I wanted. If that's what I wanted, I would have pressed it. Right?
1: I want the OG! God, get your <laughs> shit
0: together, guys. If I want to make ASCII art, let me make ASCII art. You don't know what Change you it, buy it into me. things.
1: I have uh, personal choice. God. My emoji is my choice.
0: <laughs> I remember when ASCII art in like emails used to be like a big thing. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I have a t shirt that has like a big dragon and stuff. That's it's funny. just ASCII art. It's hilarious. <laughs> Fucking love that thing. Anyways, yes. Um. I wonder, I wonder if Neo was into ASCII art. I think he was. I think he would have done it.
1: Oh, he definitely fell asleep in front of his computer every night making it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was doing. He was either he was doing some kind of illicit hacking that looks like he deals with people who also do copious amounts of drugs. Like, what kind of hacking was he doing for them? This is pre-Bitcoin. OK,
0: so this was my question as well. Like, what his little mini disks that he gave them... What 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 do you think was on them? These aren't crypto
1: bros. No, nope. like who is? What was he doing this work for? These sketchy ass people. They yeah. didn't even look like they knew what a disc was. Yeah, they're they like, were they were going to some sketchy goth club after.
0: <laughs> I completely overdressed.
1: Um, this <laughs> so is, much leather.
0: This is my problem with a lot of like like goths and stuff like that. They're like, I don't care about society. I don't care about nothing. But you put so much effort into like your look and your outfit and stuff. You're just like, that's a lot of work, is all I think of 95% of the time. Yeah,
1: maintaining that image is exhausting. It's,
0: yes, <laughs> that is way too much effort for me. Like, no, I like to this day, since I've been like 10 years old, I am a jeans and a t-shirt person. Okay, my jeans may be like jean pants, jean shorts, jean skirt, but it's still jeans yeah. and some sort of t-shirt because that's all I have effort for. That, that's it.
1: I mean, uh, if you look at like modern makeup, uh, like videos and stuff like that, I think it's really funny that uh, there's so much effort going into makeup to make it look natural. So it's like literally two hours of makeup on your face to make you look natural. And yeah. you're like, that's invisible
0: work. work. <laughs> that's yeah.
1: so much work.
0: But And the worst part is if, if you saw that person in person trying to look that natural, you've been like... What's on your face? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks so weird in person. Like you get nice pictures and nice video out of it because they have flat lighting, yeah. light lighting yeah, on yeah. it. And it doesn't like you're not turning your head. You're not moving. But as soon as you you're outside in natural space and like the lighting slightly changes, you're like, oh, oh, my God. Oh, the horrors. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I'm going to spend two hours doing my makeup, you're going to know I have my makeup.
1: <laughs> it's going to be red, awesome. lips. Left- Blue eyes, like the the pointiest, darkest eyeliner. Yeah, <laughs> all kind of
0: blush, all kinds of all blush. Of it. Okay, a highlighter, it a is blush, happening. and a
1: bronzer. Yes. Oh my god. Which yeah. is what I'm wearing today, but thanks to my natural <laughs> makeup techniques, who would have
0: known? Yeah, you your hair, your skin just looks healthy Thank and you. like a nice glow. Thank you. Like and sun kissed. Like, Thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah it was a good bronzer. It. It was a good bronzer.
0: You're doing it. I like it. It's working. It's Part
1: of the system. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I did.
1: that I probably put my mask on. I came here.
0: <laughs> Half of it comes off. And you're like, you can't tell, can you? You're like,
1: no, no, it's
0: fine. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely during the pandemic, I was like, I was like, I'm not wearing any makeup for any reason. There's no reason.
1: Oh, and it's just like it's a logistic impossibility. Like with the heat, and then like. I'm, I'm negotiating glasses and just like so much shit is already on your face. You're like, I can't put more stuff on there. Yeah.
0: Like <laughs> There's a very small like people who know me know I don't usually wear makeup. But when I do, it's for like a good occasion. And I, I think I'm I'm decent at doing a look on myself. Right. But I always there's always this like very finite like month and a half time period where it's perfect to wear makeup. OK, where you don't have to wear, you don't have to worry about sweating too much. You don't have to wear, worry about wearing like a scarf that's going to like mess up anything or like a hat or something. And it's between like. No, like the beginning of November to like mid-December, like right before all the Christmas parties, because by the time the Christmas parties come, it's too cold. You got to put on <laughs> scarves and all that kind of shit. It's, it's not happening. I'm not doing it. Right. But like November to mid December, like mid December, perfect time period because you can walk outside, you know, it's a cool breeze. You're not sweating inside. They usually don't have the heat on yet. So you're not too hot when you get into places when you're still wearing a sweater. You don't have to wear like taking shit off or whatever. Oh, So good. Um, But yeah, like that's the time of the year. So uh, people often get me and makeup for like Halloween like because I'll do a full face funky makeup thing. Because I don't have to worry about it like melting off my face or being wiped off my face. That's when it happens. It's
1: the magic moment.
0: It's the magic moment. That's it. The rest of the year, suck it. I ain't doing it. It's either going to like melt from sweating or get wiped off onto all my clothing. Yeah. Not doing true. it. It's
1: true. It's not glamorous. Not doing it. But I was just like, why don't you do that more often? I'm like, no. Lazy. Also, like. <laughs> Unless it's needed, required of everyone, then no one should be obligated.
0: Agreed. Look, until Stephen Accounting has to show up with mascara and like a good, you know, like gloss on something, I ain't doing it. Yeah. Not necessarily. I'm
1: contouring for you, man.
0: <laughs> My face is contoured a certain way for a reason and it's, you're
1: just going to like it that it way. It has a natural contour. Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Thank <laughs> uh, Thank you.
1: Um, But yes, but Trinita looks great Mm -hmm. in (laughs) it. Makeup. (laughs) That's our review of The Matrix.
0: (laughs) Oh, which was the podcast about? Uh, Cookies and makeup. (laughs) And bringing on the patriarchy. (laughs) It's great. It's the the good stuff. It's the good stuff.
1: Real balanced representation
0: here. Like, what were you talking about? The Matrix. Like, what? It's fine. It's fine. We get it. Um, what else? Oh, one thing I did notice in the Oracle scene, which I had never noticed before, even though I've easily watched this movie a hundred times, is that in that scene where Neo and the Oracle were talking, there is like ragtime music playing in the background.
1: Oh, I did not notice that. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah.
0: I probably should have looked it up, but I didn't. Um, but- I noticed
1: she's smoking and that always like makes me feel weird when you see people smoking indoors. I don't know why, but it does. Oh, well, because we've gotten past that. Yeah, we are. Bad. We yeah. are. Even at that point in the night. No, I guess not at that point in the 90s.
0: It was starting to go out the door. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was the, the point in time where people were starting to be like, oh, my God, you're smoking compared to be like, oh, that person's smoking. Whatever you know, <laughs> the, the difference um yeah and like they started to bring in like laws about smoking indoors and all that kind of stuff but if it's your private property you're still allowed to smoke indoors
1: yeah you can do whatever yeah, yeah. you want
0: um but yeah but she's like in but she's kitchen. got
1: like 14 kids in the other room but i guess it's the matrix so it doesn't yeah. matter so it doesn't matter <laughs>
0: they're they're fine
1: but doesn't your mind make it real
0: um but there is no spoon so there is no smoke
1: <laughs> so it doesn't exist there's no nicotine there's no
0: nicotine you're not gonna get lung cancer You're not going to die at a young age. No. (laughs) Everything is just fine.
1: Secondhand exposure doesn't count in the Matrix? No. Not at all.
0: As long as you believe there is no spoon. (laughs) I still like that kid, though. I don't know. I really do feel like that kid should not have been, like, a bald white kid.
1: Yeah, there is a little bit of, like, some uh, culture appropriation going on. Oh, yeah. Like, it's very
0: very Buddhist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. And you're just like
1: uh why right. do you have an english accent though <laughs> yeah.
0: um, but i still also, like couldn't like it like it
1: be from india
0: <laughs> just a little
1: something or like you know someone who actually wears those clothes
0: <laughs> yeah but i think that just goes to goes that goes back to like the yoga crowd right the the white people who are just like namaste every five minutes they're just like
1: no. Actually <laughs> we're, not, we're not we're not doing this. My and light go. is not bowing to yours. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh,
0: yes. Oh I love how distracted this conversation is. It's great. <laughs> the <It's> matrix. <amazing. laughs> um oh another thing that I really enjoyed. So the part where they get back to the building and like they're trying to escape and they're they're going, uh, they're using the main wet wall. Um, to like climb out of the building. I like the fact that they did like a pan of all of the people, showing each person's technique on how they're like traversing, doing this oh, climb, the climb down. Yeah, and how like a- especially aggressive Trinity's was, which was like span the whole space. Yeah, you know, I'm just like ah, and I was like yes, do it. <laughs> Take your room, woman. Ultraviolet this moment. Yeah. <laughs> And then well, right after that, they beat up uh, Morpheus and all. I like, can think I was like, Rodney King. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I lived through. We both lived through that. Yeah, trauma. yeah
1: yes. we We remember that. Yeah.
0: Like, because, uh, uh, yeah, we were in high school. And OK, so. our wait, no. No, that was the OJ Simpson trial that I'm thinking of. Because I remember in my math class, the teacher fully stopped everything and put on, like, the radio. Yeah. Radio. Everybody. And was, like, to listen to, like, the verdict and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah. No, but the Rodney King thing was still also very traumatic. Where he was like, oh, my God, L.A.'s burning. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. But they kind of deserved it. So, it okay. <laughs> well, I mean, the, like, again, like, this is, like, pre-9-11, right? So, mm-hmm. like, as much as there were, like, this surge, like, this countercultural uh resistance movement kind of happening there was also like like uh the only people saying like question authority blah 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 it was like it was in music it was in movies right like it was in books and literature so uh like yeah before like this war on terrorism happened and then it really gave like a larger platform for that need for resistance. Mm. <laughs> like it was like, yeah, it was kind of like a fictional thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that also led to um, famously like Columbine, the yeah. school shooting, well, Yeah. Um, where they, they used it as a platform to try to shut down that kind of thing, you know, like yeah. this is what happens when you tell people not or to think differently or to think um against the system. Yeah. But the kids who perpetrated that didn't understand the matrix is, is essentially what happened. Right. Um because, you know, they put on the outfits and they're like we're like Neo and you guys aren't real and we're going to shoot everybody because you guys are mean to us and you're like no. That's that's not what this we is. We live in a
1: society where uh, we have cultural standards and norms when this isn't acceptable.
0: Exactly. And also, if they were paying attention, to if this isn't real, they're still people. So they're still dying. Right. In some place.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So, yeah. So like so I still remember like the backlash against like action films and like films like The Matrix and stuff yeah. like that, where it kind of went back to like the 80s. Like everything was like witchcraft hunt. Where they're like no tv shows and 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 movies and video oh, games videos. cause people to be violent And you're like no <laughs> no that's not how it works technically <laughs> if you teach your kids right and if you if you pay attention that's not gonna happen yeah that's not how that works you know that's just my thought <laughs> so remember that whole thing
1: well of- i remember even in our high school like we wouldn't let Kids wear black coats. Like
0: yes, they banned the, they banned long black coats. Yeah. Yes, you can do it.
1: Yeah, yeah it's just like yeah, it was
0: 1999. Everyone wanted to wear black, black exactly because it. it was cool. <laughs> Duh. Um, oh, like, they
1: just featured it in the Matrix, man. Like, mm-hmm. even their sunglasses were super cool.
0: Oh, my God. Except for that last scene where they do a close up of Neo's face and he puts on the sunglasses and the glasses are crooked. Um, Drives me crazy every time I look at it. <laughs> every fucking time. I'm like, they're crooked. They're crooked. I can't take you seriously. They're crooked. Drives me nuts. Huh. Anyways, yes. Um, also, the explosion scene in that building that they break into... With the stupid door and the fire, the worst effect in the whole movie. Oh yeah. <sighs> even from the first time we saw that movie, that effect got me angry. <laughs> I was just like, "But why? The door doesn't need to be there, and it looks so bad and so fake. It's not doing anything. Just have the fire come out. It would have been fine." Yeah. But no. Still, it was fine.
1: Or I don't like even how like Trinity like when in that final uh when they're scaling the ele- elevator in that final fight to get morpheus like she has to hold on to neo like she's the sidekick i'm like no she couldn't hold on to the cable too <laughs> she's capable <laughs> exactly
0: um because doesn't he actually like he doesn't just hold on to it like he straps himself into it so yeah she, she just had one as well exactly <laughs> Whatever they
1: just had infinite amount of supplies <laughs> they could have grabbed another yeah <laughs> they're
0: like oh no that that was one too many guns we can't we can't use obviously the, the it was part them. of the plan <laughs> uh, so so okay so this leads me to another question so they have training programs and loading programs and all that kind of stuff within the matrix which is understandable you know it's just like a, a loading scene in between cutscenes in a video games. that's fine. But as a person, especially that first one with Morpheus, where he's, he's taking them through the history of what the Matrix is and all that kind of stuff. And you're standing in a plain white room, OK? So when he first gets in there, his eyes are crunched closed and then he opens them. And so in a white room, there's chairs and a TV. Fine, I get that. That's how you enter there. Your eyes are closed. You open them and you're there. But like the transition to, you know, welcome to the desert of the real, where they go through the TV and they're like in the whatever, but They're also in that space. Like, how, if you were there, how do you think that scene would materialize around you?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, how would you Doctor Strange that situation? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Or, like, I guess it's all just about your mind, because you're just imagining it, right? Mm -hmm. And even, like, don't we, isn't that part of our processing, that, like, you kind of ignore things that you don't understand, like, yes, that is true. Yeah, that's a human. Yeah, human. So, do you
0: think if he was standing there and looking, it would just like appear?
1: It might just manifest. Yeah, yeah. like in your dreams, like anything true, can yeah. happen at any moment. Yeah, or things morph into other things.
0: Because I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, I understand the angles that they take and like going through the TV to the desert of the real is really cool as a, a viewer yeah on a screen the
1: viewer experience yeah yeah
0: but as a person standing in that. there like how is that stuff manifesting around you like it seems crazy to me <laughs> you know like how does so like the part where for example where they get all the, the guns and stuff they're staying in a room and yes we see the the racks of the guns show up fine but how does that transition to them being in the matrix like how does
1: well, that's when they have the dial-up tone. And they're... <laughs> beep, 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 beep.
0: So wait, does a phone appear in there for them to pick up to get over there? Like, yeah. It's, it's things to think about. Because you've you got to think about how, A, your brain is going to accept what's happening around you. And then, B, how is it actually being pro- projected or manifested around you as well? Which I find.
1: Or how do you conceive of these things? Yes. Mind-blowing. <laughs> yes.
0: Um they, ne- they even Fing
1: Man? No. <laughs> I don't know why they call them Fingers. <laughs> uh,
0: my next note was, um, so the door, so when the agents are running after him, and he goes to the door, it's apartment 303, and he gets shot or whatever. And then I looked up what an error code 303 was it's a redirecting to a new url and i was like that's really funny
1: that is funny well it's very funny so
0: you know like i said i was looking at numbers okay. um bad gateway
1: isn't that what the 303 is like yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um oh and my last note was there's more cussing in the music in the credits than there is in the whole movie oh yeah
1: a hundred percent yeah thanks rage <laughs> and
0: then Marilyn Manson. I'm looking at right you, that. Zach.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so that's why I started watching immediately after watching The Matrix. I started watching Westworld because I mm. was like, no, I need a palette cleanser from this Marilyn Manson. Really? The Westworld? Oh. Uh, Do you know about Evan Rachel Wood? And she like outed Marilyn Manson. Yes, right? I know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. No, but, but the show is not a palette cleanser in any way. It's It's. It's more of the same dystopian abuse. It's a different
1: matrix. It's a yes. different matrix. Uh, except that you identify a little bit more with the robots this time. And I told you, I identify as a robot. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I <I'm> have uh, team <laughs> robots here.
0: <laughs> that is true.
1: Fine.
0: I'm good with robots. Robots are cool. Yes. Um. Let's see what else. Okay. So I guess we can travel to the Animatrix. Okay. Um... Which one did you like?
1: Uh, I like the one with the cat.
0: Oh yes, that one is called Beyond, I believe.
1: I just liked it was like, uh like its tone and content was like so much less serious than anything else. Yeah. But like, it was still part of the world, and the convention still existed, and it. It didn't like. I, I like that it was its own thing too. Like I thought that was fun. Yeah,
0: it's true. All most of the other ones were very like very serious and dark and dark. And, or yeah. like
1: they were very, um, they were much more purposeful in like showing you how they were related to the Matrix. Like mm. they were like like no, we're, we're reinforcing this idea. Like it was yeah. very. Uh, but yeah, I yeah. like that. That one was kind of just so like a lot of
0: death involved in. Oh yeah. yeah,
1: they're very graphic. I mean, I, I like that style of um, content. Like, I like the Love, Death, and Robots oh, series it. Yes. on Netflix. And this reminds me a lot about that. Like, it's mm. just like they're fun stories and they're fun shorts and they're their own elements. But they were very serious. They weren't funny. No. Like, there's no. little comedy to be found. Mm. I mean, I thought, like, how serious some of them thought they were was comedical. Like the like the noir, there was the film noir one. The detective
0: story. Yes. Like
1: the opening line is like talking about Philip Marlowe. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> it was just overkill. Like rolling my eyes. Yeah. yeah, it's just like we get it. We we know. Yeah. We, oh, I maybe I, I was just annoyed because like I'm already such a fan of the cyberpunks genre. And I'm sorry, already, already super knowledgeable on this topic. So I don't need it spelled out to me yeah. in any measure. And I think that's condescending.
0: Well, I think that's, that was a problem with a lot of cyberpunk. Uh, movies and all that even going back to like hackers and stuff which we've talked about before where they like over explain everything that they're doing but also their visual representation of what hacking and the internet is is ridiculous like it's just it doesn't even in this movie when you first meet Neo and like shit's popping up on his screen I'm like trust me It wouldn't be like that. Even if he's running an algorithm to, like, run something through the internet to find something, it would not look anything like that on his screen in any way, shape, or form. (laughs) You're just like, come on, guys. (laughs) Come on. No. Not doing it.
1: Like, I understand they want to make it visually uh, accessible, but it's just, I don't know, we can glaze over those points. Like, just get to the business. Exactly.
0: You know? Um, And, oh, like, what was it? The Net, the Sandra Bullock one or
1: whatever. Right? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. I love Sandy B and everything. She's great. I've watched all her movies from Love Potion number nine up. But I never watched The Blind Side. And it looks too serious. I don't want to. Oh. That. But yeah. No. The Net. Oh, Bird on. Box? You watched Bird Box? No. no. Oh, it's I fantastic.
1: Remember. It's so good. Yeah. I like it. God. But The Net. Yeah, it was so cheesy. But I like that it was like a like a John Gershom style like privacy I remember going to see that in theaters when I was a kid but I, Mm -hmm. I liked like it was making you think about like uh your information and how people can use it and i was like those are early security warning days i was yeah. like oh thanks i learned a lot in the net
0: <laughs> yeah people have forgotten about that already um and they're doing
1: whatever they can like right now. it's well, great i know so many tiktok accounts I'm like guys if you know who owns tiktok That's a problem
0: <laughs> i know people were like get on tiktok nope. it's great i'm like well it's not even it's not even the whole like security issue thing it's more along the lines of like i just don't care for it
1: yeah I just, short form content yeah. yeah like i just like
0: i'm already i already do the the instagram and that's more than enough for me yeah oh
1: yeah, yeah. that's more than i'm willing to participate on the social medias yes
0: <laughs> exactly and i haphazardly use twitter sometimes
1: I love Twitter. It's my favorite still. It's a lot of people just
0: yelling and screaming most of the time. I mean,
1: I like that it's still largely text based, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I like that it's not relegated to the realm of like annoying short reels of people reacting to shit. Like,
0: (laughs) the worst part is like you have a short reel of something, and then somebody posts a video of them reacting to that reel, and then somebody else posts a reaction to them reacting to the thing. Yeah.
1: like this is can, endless.
0: Can we can we not do this like you know Russian nesting doll thing? Like I yeah. just I don't need this in my I life. mean,
1: uh, Arcade Fire wrote a song about it: "Infinite content, infinitely content."
0: <laughs> and that's literally what's happening. Yeah, uh, they say innovation slowing down because people don't have enough time to be bored anymore.
1: So, oh yeah, because they're looking at their phone for too long.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, they say like one of the reasons why. You know we invent things or write things or become creative is it's usually during when we're bored like our brain isn't distracted or concentrating on anything and our brain is like how do i not be bored oh, okay. so then your brain starts making things or giving you ideas and, and all that kind of stuff now it doesn't happen immediately. Like you're bored, you stare at a wall for three seconds, and then like, oh my god, I'm creating the greatest thing ever. No, but those downtimes put together makes your brain more active, and you know, work something.
1: So society's overworked, is what you're saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. You know, we don't we don't give ourselves enough time to to stop. Like like this whole idea of like. Um, downtime is a waste of time or you always have to have a hustle or you always have to you always have to keep doing something or else you're doing nothing and then you're worthless if you're doing nothing you're just like no (laughs) no (laughs) thanks um you know and then they have like treat yourself day but a treat yourself day is like go do these 35 things that you that's not work and you're just like but can i just not
1: do stuff i know Resisting capitalism is going to be harder than we think. It is,
0: yes. I think even the most anti-capitalist person is still quite capitalist. Oh yeah, without knowing it. it's the
1: yeah. const- it's the construct that we live in. Absolutely, mm-hmm. it's how we get our food. It's how we make our money. Yeah, it's how we do everything. We
0: have to participate in some way, or else we will die.
1: Literally, yeah. we'll hate Mondays forever. We get it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What were we talking about? The Matrix. matrix. Yeah, it's
0: the Animatrix. Um, oh, the Animatrix. The Animatrix, yes. Um, I did find it weird, the world record one, the one with the runner. Oh yeah. Where just like if you run really fast, you can break out of the matrix.
1: No, I think it was trying to show that he was like on the path to what Neo had done. He was like having that awakening moment that he could he realized he could manipulate the matrix. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's just showing, like, another instance of, like, what happened to Neo, but versus this runner guy.
0: No, but I thought that was the, the kid in school, the skateboarder dude, because he literally thought himself out of the Matrix.
1: Wasn't that voiced by Keanu Reeves? I think no,
0: he's, he, a... he, like, Neo, like, that kid wakes up. Yeah. And Neo and Trinity are there, and that's their voices. Yes. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's not oh, okay. voiced by him. No. Um, But... That's the kid who shows up in the sequel, right, right? The annoying one with like the bullets or whatever. Yes, because uh, I put I was like, oh, is that the kid in it? Because I think in this Neo says to him when he wakes up, he's like, I didn't do anything. You did it yourself. And then in like the Matrix sequel, he also says something like, "Thank you for letting me out." And he's like, he's like, I didn't do anything. You did it. And so I think it's like the same line. Of contributed. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, is that the same kid? So, yes. That's it. Yeah. And then the samurai one, Phil Amar. Oh, I that recognize. one
1: is problematic for me. Oh. <laughs> yes. There's like more cultural appropriation. Like, I get that like, it looks like some of the studios that produced these shorts were like largely based in Asia. Like
0: So, um, except for the first one, which is The Flight of Osiris, um, It's Japan and Korea. Yeah.
1: And, like, I get that, like, they're being made in this, like, like, anime style and, like, referencing those cultures. But I don't think they, like, people from those countries didn't make those choices. Like, that samurai sequence. Like, it was so confusing. It's, like, all this Shintoism and then Mm -hmm. a Buddha head. And I was just, like... Feels like someone white who doesn't understand
0: is just I putting actually, this together. I actually think they may have it. Could have been like um, a love, death, and robots thing. Okay, where they're like, we have this idea. Here's the idea. Deliver what you do. Do what do what you guys would do to do this. I think it might be that because yeah, then everything in this whole thing. Is all cultural appropriation? Because yeah. even the cat one, like, it oh is, yeah, it's it very clearly
1: yeah, or anime,
0: yeah. But even like the the world they're in is clearly like China or Japan or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like the crosswalks are different for yeah. like it's it's that kind of thing. Um, and the only one that like actually like looks North American is the Flight of the Osiris. Like when she like exits out, goes into the Matrix for like the Dropbox, like. The mailbox looks, you know, big city USA mailbox like. Yeah. You know, whereas everything else in every other one looks completely. Yeah. Not North North American. American. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I get it. I get it. (laughs) I I wonder what the process was. Like, did they give like the studios like a script and be like animate around the script? Did they give them like an idea? Did they give them. Or like, maybe, yeah, like, what were the parameters? Because
1: even like some of the character choices, so I was just like, yeah, like yeah. why are those samurai guys? Like, yeah. that was that was confusing. Also, the thing that pissed me off about it
0: is like when she came out of the matrix, it, like out of the, the training program or whatever, why was she in her underwear? <laughs> Everybody else was fully clothed. Why was she specifically in her underwear?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> like unnecessarily so, you know because um, these were actually quite sexual a few of them yeah there were yeah. a
1: lot of uh, well it didn't surprise me at all I'm like oh of course they make like this animated thing and they immediately go to like a porn version <laughs> i'm like okay yeah. I'm like i guess who i know who you think your audience is i guess but <laughs> I,
0: I i but it was like so unnecessary. It was so
1: unnecessary, unnecessary entirely, mm. and it wasn't even trying to make a point. Us uh, except for the point was, hey, look what we can do.
0: Exactly. It was, it's like the flight of the Osiris was because like they were fighting blah blah blah, and I was just like, why is her little Kimonia thing so tiny? And then they start cutting off each other's clothing. I was like, why why? Don't I don't remember this part. <laughs> why is this happening? okay
1: but, sure. it does get like the story does progress like beyond that scene but there's a lot of time in that scene and, a like, lot of time and like yeah a lot of like uh spending time like with the reveal mm-hmm. of, of of the characters and, and a lot like, of
0: like um scrolling up and down their bodies yes
1: a lot of object- just, uh, objectification is happening yeah it's weird
0: uh, which was surprising it wasn't just female objectification which I was happy about yeah. but still a lot of unnecessary objectification like yeah
1: it's a weird like unnecessary point (laughs) yes
0: agreed absolutely um two of these they looked like um a lot of aeon flux yeah was you know uh
1: it's like the same animated style style and stuff yeah
0: um one thing the last one the matriculated one the one where they were like they had like a lab on the surface and they were like capturing the robots one thing I found interesting was, like, um, the solid backgrounds looked very H.R. Geiger. So, like, the guy who designed, um, like, aliens and all okay. that kind of stuff. But then the actual characters that were moving around looked like Aeopolis. Oh, yeah. And I thought that was a very cool combination until they got into, like, the robot's brain and they were playing some kind of weird game. And I was like, what is, what? <laughs> whatever. Whatever. It was all very frustrating to me, but yes, that was, that was a little, that one was a little too high level for my liking. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I found them all interesting, but quite a few of them, I was just like, why are we doing this? (laughs) So that was me. No, anything else? You have any notes? Uh, Anything you want to say?
1: I mean, I like the Animatrix. I enjoyed it. It is like, like, yeah, I mean, I love short content like this, like, that's, like, uh, its own thing, and it's building on a story, and it gives different people the opportunity to participate, but, uh, and, yeah, I like that it gave more background to, like, the fight with the robots, and the awareness with the robots, and uh, it gave different perspectives, so... I do like that. It, it it does feel like they should be paired together. Like they should. They do complement each other.
0: They do. Yes.
1: And the flight of Osiris, I think, is like a reference and like, um, that is how they got the initial information. Or, anyways, it ties into another plot point of the story.
0: Of this, the the, the reloaded. It, yeah. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So it's like it is like furthering the story, and because I get it, like it was such a hugely successful cultural moment like the only way to really capitalize on it before you could make your sequel is to make something like this as that bridge to yeah. the next movie and I think that's a great option like why aren't more people making short anime, make more animated shorts everyone
0: um, <laughs> yeah I mean Star Wars did it um, yeah then that was they, great they fully forgot about it for a bunch of years and then they made another Clone Wars TV show instead um, so that was fun um, Love, Death, and Robots is doing it, yeah. but it's not really within a world. Uh, well, Star Trek right now is doing it because they have short treks, right? So where like some of them are animated, some of them are live action. So like they're connecting pieces in the world and stuff. It's kind of like I hate Discovery and everything, but this like they do the short tracks and then you watch discover and they're like oh this goes back to this short track and then this one goes back to this short track and then you, you you spend the season trying to figure out where the short track comes in yeah, essentially it is cool yes it's very cool um i like the idea of it i just don't like a lot of the execution of it. <laughs> or maybe it's just my hate of discovery It's, fine. it's fine. um but yeah no like i find the like the tricks has such a different um like feel to it like it just seems so much more like adult
1: yeah well i don't know the The, the animatrix isn't really for kids either like i wouldn't let i didn't let my child watch the animatrix or the matrix
0: yeah no no like 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 the matrix i find has a very PG thirteen level to it, like
1: I don't know, like that scene, like the opening scene with uh, Neo getting interrogated by the the agents is kind of nightmare fuel, where he like misses his mouth and that thing goes into his belly button. Yeah, like I would have legit nightmares if I was a kid and watched mm-hmm. that.
0: No, no, I I get it, um, but like there just like there just seems to be like with the the link, there's more like cussing in animatrix there's more like nudity or alluding to nudity in it like sexual content there's i find a lot of the violence is a lot more um visceral okay with it as well um it's just like like two notches above the level of the matrix and for me that's sort of like separated them oh, a little okay. bit even though like i understood the stories and i understood the connections and i understood the world but like at certain points i was just like really? is this the same people like you know like this doesn't this, these don't go together somehow <laughs> you know it's like having a lego movie and then you have like a lego movie but somebody says fuck five times in it like it's <laughs> it's just on another level
1: you were deceived
0: yes so that's just how I'm feeling
1: about it. It's, but. This, it's the Animatrix if the people at the gross goth club at the beginning of the movie made the Matrix. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah you're like, no, she's going to have sex with him. And then when that guy's leg comes off, he's got to spray blood everywhere. Like, come on. <laughs> because like a lot of people die in the Matrix movie, but you don't see a lot of blood splatter everywhere. No, no. Right. But you watch the Animatrix, like. Especially in like that last one where like the robots come in and just start literally ripping people apart. Okay. <laughs> there are deads <it's> everywhere. <laughs> and they like do like a scroll of like the room of the dead bodies. Yeah. And they're just like, Oh, okay. This is We're fine. living in
1: this. Yeah. Cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah,
0: we're just gonna go with it. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like that's my the thought humans on
1: it. Are dead. <laughs> Oh,
0: Flight of the Conqueror is perfect music <laughs> for this. Oh, my God. It's so true. It's so true. Zero,
1: zero, 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 one.
0: <laughs> zero, 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 Yeah. I, uh, years ago, I wrote a blog post on that, how much I love that song, except for that part where they're counting, but they're not. Zero, 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 one, and zero, 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 one, one is one and then three. Okay? <laughs> and they don't follow the Fibonacci. They don't do odd numbers. They think they're counting and it drives me nuts. <laughs> a lot of things drive me nuts as you can tell. It's fine.
1: It's just a good I'm song. Nitpicky. It really is a very
0: good song. I will post that one. Yes. <laughs> um, well I guess that's it. I think we've covered these pretty in-depthly. Oh nice.
1: Yeah. Good job us. We did it.
0: Um, we do have another episode coming up where we're going to talk about Reloaded and Revolutions and possibly revisited if I can find time to watch that third baby, but Ooh.
1: What about resurrection? Can we bring up? Resurrection? Was that resurrection? The was newest is one, isn't it? No, it was or resurrection. Whatever it? Was. Yeah, yeah. Whatever into the they weird wanted. Bible stuff. Remember? Yeah,
0: yeah they're they into the weird the Bible cult stuff. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Trinity One on One.
0: The 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 thing I realized about that last movie that I don't like it is because I literally don't remember anything about it, and I have watched it.
1: Oh, the didn't we go to the theater together and watch it?
0: Did we? I think we did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It felt like a full full circle moment.
0: Yes. Yes. That's true. Oh my God. I think we saw all of these movies together. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't remember anything about it.
1: <laughs> I remember it like references the first movie a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I'm not going to say anything else. I remember more than you do. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, by that time, I'm going to rewatch it, hopefully. Um, and then we'll have a proper discussion about that as well. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Whew. All right. Uh, well, that's it for this episode of Off My Shelf. Until next time, you can follow along on Instagram and Twitter at Oh My Shelf. Or you can send an email to Oh at gmail.com. As I mentioned, on the next episode, we'll be continuing our talk about The Matrix uh, with Matrix Reloaded and Matrix Revolutions. Uh, hope you'll be here to listen.